Attention all basketball fans. CMG Sports presents the Posting Up Podcast, where Lucas Boldick, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay discuss the latest news and topics throughout the NBA. So, if you have a love for basketball, make sure you check out the Posting Up Podcast, live every Tuesday and Saturday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also available for download on every podcast platform. Hello, everyone, and welcome to All Four Downs. Week 14 of the NFL is kicking off on Thursday. We got the game covered, plus all the games on Sunday and Monday Night Football. I'm with Hector V. I'm Ovi Muniz. Uh, listen, we made some hell of improvements this last weekend, and uh, we're going to cover just a little bit. We're going to cover the standings because that's more important leading into this week because, one, it's week 14 right and now is the time to actually look at the playoffs and see how's that happening uh so hector you ready for this yeah uh, let's I do wish, this man we're getting close to crunch time hey i feel like i i wish i had a uh a, a dj uh panel right here <laughs> put the needle on the put record those, put the needle on the record put the needle on the... <laughs> <laughs> i got but, the hey. power <laughs> we were seeing some other songs before the show started like rumors right like we're definitely mm. going to be covering the rumors that's going around football but first hey let's look at the standings real quick uh and see what's going on because it's very interesting it's funny because there's there's a big change from mid-season till now and we'll start with again the afc first the new england patriots Defeating the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. And look at them. They're 9-4. They're two games ahead of the Buffalo Bills. Well, technically a game and a half because they will have a bye week uh, this weekend. So they get a chance to savor the moment, right? But if you look at it, man, New England's number one seed. Who ever thought about that, right? And who ever thought that? The Patriots being in first place when a lot of people predicted the Bills were going to be AFC contenders. And I think you were yeah. one of them too. Yeah, um, I have Buffalo representing the AFC um, for the Super Bowl, but lately Buffalo's been questioning my pick here, you know, just the way things been going with them. So, you know, it was crazy what happened Monday night. <laughs> and things are starting to slide downhill like an avalanche for Buffalo. Look, Miami is winning five in a row. Uh, Buffalo, like I said, we saw it. I mean, like Bill Pelichick said in his uh, post-conference that uh, 
they he was he was run down which is very comical to hear him say that in response to Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, who was trying to downplay in the performance of the Patriots. And he was telling his side of the story that the Bills didn't execute right at the very end of the game, which I understand what he said. Turnovers is a killer, but you got to give props to New England, man. I mean, allowing Mac Jones only to have three pass attempts, that is crazy. It's like watching the Army football team. Yeah, I mean, Mother Nature played a big role in this. And obviously, New England knew how to adjust to the weather conditions. Buffalo didn't. And that's their downfall. I mean, I did go for Buffalo in this game. I know you went for New England. Um, I, I don't think we really took the weather into factor in this. But when the weather, when we when I finally got to see the weather, temperature-wise, everything, okay, this is going to be a whole different ball game. But, yeah, it's all about how to prepare for the elements that you're given. And New England did what they had to do, you know. And I think Buffalo is wrong on every level, you know, after the game, whether it be the coaches or the players going into the press conference, you know, just saying all the wrong things. Look, just lick your wounds. You lost. You know, it doesn't matter how many times you was in the red zone. Okay, the thing is you did not get it done. Okay, you should have figured out a game plan while you was in the red zone more times than your opponent, and you still couldn't get it done. And technically, you only scored three points. Buffalo only scored three points. That touchdown was just a botched little fruit, little barely touch of a helmet. So, right. <laughs> New England outplayed them. Outplayed them in the, in the bad condition. Absolutely. Hey, looking at the AFC North. Oh, before before we even get there, hold on for a sec. Let's bring it back. In the AFC East, do you think the Patriots will remain in first place and, and win that division? Um, do you have the standings up or are you just talking? I have it up. I don't know what you're looking at. Oh, I don't see anything, but okay. you, don't, you don't see. How about now? No, all I see is all four downs. Isn't that something else we're doing? There we go. Now I see all four downs, man. I'm going to have to double check <laughs> my, my, my studio real quick to make sure that everything's functioning right. But, uh, right. yeah. Do you think the New England Patriots will finish first place and win the division? You know, right now, honestly, even though I've had Buffalo picked, but yes, I think New England will win that division because you look at their four games that's left, okay, and then look at Buffalo's remaining five games of their schedule. Buffalo has a harder schedule, remaining schedule than New England. Honestly, if you look at just the, the, who they're playing, New England's toughest test is going to be this Sunday at Indianapolis. Other than that, Okay, yeah, they got another rematch with Buffalo, but I think they're in Buffalo's head right now. Jacksonville, Miami, you can't tell me. I don't think New England is going to take take these teams for granted, but they, if they continue playing the style of football they have, that got them seven in a row, they're going to clinch this division pretty quickly. And I think it's going to come down to that that Buffalo game next week, whether they're going to – is it next week or the following week? That they're going to The following clinch. week. Yeah, they play the Colts, then the Bills, and then the, the last two games of the right. season – Jaguars right. and Dolphins. So, so in two yeah. weeks, yeah, that right there will will be the clincher. If Buffalo mm-hmm. finds a way of winning that game, then we talk about something different because the last two games for New England and my and Buffalo are very favorable in their schedule. It's just that that matchup right there is going to come down to who's going to win that division. So I, but I think right now the Patriots are the heavy favorite to win that division. I think so. All right, I agree with you. Uh, AFC North, the Ravens are in first place. Do you think that they will maintain and win the and win the division? 
You know, I I really don't think so. Can we get the standings again? I see New England and Buffalo, but yeah, I I don't think so. I really don't. I mean, um, yeah, I still see the East, but you look at Buffalo Baltimore's remaining schedule versus Cincinnati's remaining schedule. To me, it favors Cincinnati just a little bit more, even though they still got to play each other one more time. Okay, and Cincinnati did kind of decimate Baltimore when they played first time around. It could be a little different, but I think Baltimore's a little banged up. And knowing that they still got Green Bay, the Rams on their schedule for the NFC, non-conference games for the Ravens, that's going to be really tough for them. Cincinnati, yeah, they got a tough one against San Francisco. But you're talking about Denver and Cleveland. You know, I think those are two winnable games for Cincinnati coming down the stretch. Casey's going to be a tough one. But I just think that when it comes down to it, it, again, like the Buffalo-New England situation, it may come down to that tiebreaker between Baltimore and Cincinnati. And I think right now Cincinnati has a slight edge, in my opinion, over Baltimore for that division title. I'll tell you what. um, I like Cincinnati Bengals. I want them to win it. But if there's any other team that I say that could sneak in, it's the Cleveland Browns. I mean, a lot of people are not picking Mm -hmm. them because of their status. But Cleveland right. does play Baltimore this weekend, and Baltimore yes. is really banged up, man. And I think yeah, that uh, yeah. I think their luck is running out. And that look, man, I understand they do. They're surviving, but sooner or later, they, it reality is gonna hit. So yeah, maybe yeah. the Browns, the Steelers. I'm not sold on the Steelers. I know they're 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 winning their games as of late, but I don't think they have enough because Ben Roethlisberger is not moving around. Uh, like he used to be, and his rumor is that this is his last season as a Steeler. So yeah, we'll see from yeah. there. Uh, AFC mm-hmm. South: the Titans are in first place. The Colts, Texans, and Jaguars. Well, we'll leave out the Texans Jaguars out. They're two and ten, so definitely they're not winning. But um, I I like the Colts. I I think they they have a chance to get ahead of the Titans. You know, I, that to me is tough because. Indianapolis has two hard games coming up this week against New England. Then they got to go to Arizona. I'm, that's going to be tough to me, even though Tennessee's a little more banged up the way Indianapolis is, but Tennessee got a little more favor on their side. They got Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, the next two games. So that's almost winnable. They got San Francisco, which is going to be tough. Miami's going to be tough because we know they're on fire right now. Okay. And then they finish off with Houston. So, the middle of Tennessee's schedule between San Francisco and Miami, I think it's going to be tough. So, But I think out of their five games, I still think Tennessee has a slight advantage depending on what Indianapolis does this week and next week because they mm. finish off with the Raiders and the Jaguars. I think that's, a, that's, that's two winnable games for the Colts. So they will, I think for, in order for the Colts to win this division, they're going to have to either beat New England or Arizona. I don't think they're going to beat both of them and finish at least 10-7 and seven and hope for a, a a meltdown from the Tennessee Titans and hoping that maybe Pittsburgh beats them because they got to go to, they got to go there to Pittsburgh. Okay. But then Tennessee's favorite, you know, they, they kind of favors them because they're at home against San Francisco and Miami, even though it's going to be tough. They go to Houston. That's a wash. Jacksonville to me is a wash. So that's two wins right there. So for Tennessee. So I, that's why I think Tennessee just wins one between Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Miami. I think that will lock them up block that division up by one game i think they'll take it over indianapolis that's my All right amc west we have the kansas city chiefs ahead of the chargers raiders and broncos look this this division 
was supposed to be a runaway for the Chiefs, but they had a slow start. Now they've won five in a row themselves, and oh, they're looking man. better and better each week. Their defense are looking better each week. I picked the Chiefs to actually win the division. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I just think they just got all the pieces of the puzzle all together than the other three teams right now. They're getting hot at the right time. What have you done for me lately? Well, I'll tell you what you've done for me lately. The Chiefs are on a roll. They're winning games. I mean, they they swept the NFC East this year. <laughs> I mean, you know, so they Does took that down. surprise you? Well, you know, yes and no. I mean, it can go both ways because they should have lost to the Giants. I mean. Should have, could have, but didn't. I know. I know. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, yeah, the Chiefs got it all together, you know. I think in that division, the Chiefs are going to run, run away. As the stretch goes down, the Chiefs wins that division, no problem. All right, let's head to the NFC East. And here is the standing here. The Cowboys are ahead of two games. It. I and, hear you, uh, but I don't see it. All right, that's fine. <laughs> the Cowboys, the Washington football team, 6-6. Six and six. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles, 6-7. and seven. The New York Giants are 4-8. and eight. But, hey, listen, the Dallas Cowboys are two games ahead. They faced the Washington football team this weekend. Mm-hmm. However, as much as I want Washington to win, somewhere down the line, Dallas, I feel, got enough cushion to maintain and win the division. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it was like almost a week or two ago, we all thought that Philadelphia was going to have the easy road, but then they lost to the Giants. So that was a big letdown. So now – that kind of erased to me all hopes of the Eagles even trying to think about winning a division. I think the Cowboys are still the the favorite to win that division. Um, maybe Washington will give it an interesting run towards the end because uh, they are what, on a four-game winning streak. But at the end of it, I think Dallas will win that division. Even if it's at 10-7 and seven or 11-6, and six, they'll win that division. I think they got an easier schedule coming down the road, seeing that four of the last five games are against the division. Nothing's anyway, ever so. easy. Nothing's ever well, easy, I'm telling you. I you mean, you thought the Eagles were supposed to beat the Giants, but they ended up losing, so hmm. I'm just saying. And the NFC North, Green Bay Packers, 9-3. and three. I think we don't need to cover this much. We know that the Packers no. will win the division. I they mean, four-game lead, you can't blow a four-game lead. No, the Packers have as many wins as the Vikings, Bears, and Lions all together. I mean, that's just <laughs> embarrassing for that division, honestly. So they got that division as a wrap. So, I mean, they, right. they got what? Uh, the 12. They got five games left and they got a four game lead on the Vikings. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, no doubt. And the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Bucks are nine and three. The Panthers, Falcons, and Saints are five and seven. So, yes, of course, okay. the Bucks are going to maintain. I mean, we, we don't need Same. to say anything more on this one. Same I don't situation. even think any of these three teams are going to make it to the playoffs. But then we look That'll at the in- NFC West, Cardinals. 10 and 2, number one seed right now. The Rams, 49ers, and Seahawks. The Seahawks, 4 and 8. Man, they, they, they're, still, they're still trying to find an identity. But what's interesting is, is that the Rams and Cardinals are playing this weekend. At 8 and 4, I, I got Arizona still winning this division. Yeah. If the Rams I mean, find I had a way the Rams. Out. Right. I had the Rams. I picked the Rams to the Super Bowl. And within the Rams and the Raiders, they, they're killing me. So. 
Like I don't know. Rams are dealing the same situation as my Buffalo Bills. It's just not going no well. <laughs> if the Cardinals win this game Monday night, then it's a wrap. I'm sorry. You know, mm-hmm. any hope of the Rams trying to catch them for this division title, it is over with. Just, just put the nail in the coffin. The Rams, they know they need to win this game to have any possible chance of winning that division. Not only that division, but placing high in the seed yeah. going to the playoffs because – only the number one team is going to have the advantage. Of, yes. And again, this is 17 games altogether. 17 games. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Super Bowl 56. I can't believe we're at 56 already. Can you believe that? Yeah. I know That's I started great. watching football when it was Super Bowl 20, and we're at 56 already. So, wow. Man. Well, I could tell you my age, but man, I'll tell you my age without telling you my age. How about that? I started watching it when it was Super Bowl 15. So, all right, you got five years on me. I mean, I watched the Bears beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl that season, and I was getting to know what football is all about. At, <laughs> but it's all good, though. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. You know, my yeah. Giants won the following year, so I, it was fantastic. Super Bowl twenty one is always going to be my favorite. But hey, let's look at the AFC standings in the playoff picture. The top seven: the New England Patriots are number one seed. Then the Titans, Ravens, Chiefs, Chargers, Bengals, and Bills. Outside looking in, the Steelers are hanging in there with a 6-5-1 and one record. The Colts, and then you have those 500 records, which is the Colts, the Raiders. I'm sorry, the Raiders, Browns, and Broncos. The Broncos are still in the picture. They still have a chance. No one's giving them that much credit, but you never know with that defense that the Bronco has. Can't Terry yeah. Bridgewater to step up his a, you know, step up his game and lead that team because that's very, very, very important. Um, and then in the NFC, you I, got the Cardinals in number one. Go ahead. I think I would talk about the Dolphins a little more than the Broncos. I mean, the Dolphins are making more noise than the Broncos to me. The Broncos are a little inconsistent here. At least the Dolphins is finding some kind of identity. You know what I'm saying? The problem and, with and Miami is that they up. still got to play New England. And New England is oh, going to yeah, put a stop sign to them. Put a stop sign. Well, Denver, they still got, I think, what, do they got Kansas City still on their list or no? I think they're done with them. But still, I mean, I, I think it's, I think, I think Miami can jump Denver in the standings there. If Maybe, they, for, but then I, you got Denver playing Detroit this weekend. So, because you, know. you think about it, if Buffalo starts continuing a down slide, Miami can actually jump them and push themselves into that seventh spot by default because of the division. I don't know. It's just plenty of games, plenty of games. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Arizona, number one seed in the NFC by one game. You have Green Bay and Tampa Bay tied at nine and three. Dallas Cowboys, the Rams tied at eight and four. And then you have Washington football team and the San Francisco 49ers, both six and six. The Eagles, six and seven. They have a bye week. And then the Minnesota Vikings. There's 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 actually four teams that are that are tied with five and seven record that can change it around. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I still believe that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will find a way to become the number one seed at the end of the season. You think so? I don't think so. I think so. I, would, I, don't I think, think so. Green Bay may hit a couple of bumps at the end, and I know the schedule things easy, and everyone's thinking, oh, the Packers got like the best defense, but I I. I somehow think that somehow they're going to get a couple of more losses before the season's done. And as far as Arizona, they're flying. They're doing good. 
I'm just still not sold on the Arizona Cardinals, even though they're 10 and 2. Green Bay got a favorable schedule, though. Mm. To me, they do. I mean, okay, they, they got the Bears Monday night. Mm-hmm. I think we could say they're going to win that one. Baltimore, they're a little banged up. They may give them a little bit of trouble because they got to go to Baltimore, maybe. But you got Cleveland, Minnesota, Detroit. I, I don't see Aaron Rodgers slipping towards the end against these teams. You know, I think he could actually finish 4-1 and one at worst with that schedule. You know, and finishing 13, what, 13? I'm see, I'm, I'm still stuck with this whole 17-game season here. You know, 13 and 4, I could We're I could so used to 16 this. games, I know. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, could see, yeah. I could see the Packers finish 13 and 4. And and giving mm. more of a of a giving the Arizona Cardinals more of a nervous ride down the road than Tampa Bay or Dallas. I think I think Arizona is more afraid of what Green Bay can do than what Tampa Bay or Dallas can do. Honestly, I think Dallas is going to get stuck with that number four seed, regardless. I think so. I believe I believe you. I believe you on that one. Well, speaking about being stuck, NFL rumors around. And it's getting stuck to my head on this one because the fact that rumors is that there could be a possibility that head coach Sean Payton could leave the New Orleans Saints and maybe head to the New York Giants as being the head coach. What do you, How do you feel about that? I would like to see that. I mean, I would entertain it. You know what I'm saying? I think with somebody like Sean Payton, you know, on as a head coach for the Giants, I think would help shape that whole organization all over again, you know, something we haven't seen in a very long time. So, I mean, I would like to see it. I don't think we will, but I would love to see something like that. We need somebody like him, you know, running this team. I think that if if that were to happen, Shaw Payton will have to be the general manager and the head coach. Yeah. I think think similar, similar to like what Bill Belichick is doing in New England, you know, and and it's about you. Look, check this out. Sean Payton's record as a head coach is 148 wins, 88 losses. Okay, he's nine and eight in the postseason. He has one Super Bowl. Um, I think of six times, maybe, maybe I'm not sure what the numbers, but he's reached the playoffs, and most of the time he's getting stuck in the division rounds. So you gotta well, give this guy some credit. And four times, four mm-hmm. times he's finished 13 and 3 record. Yeah. And let's not forget that Sean Payton was with the Giants organization. Okay. He was a he quarterback's was, coach for 1999. Yes. yes. And then he was offensive coordinator in 2000 yes. 2002. However, he mm-hmm. did get pulled in year 2000 uh, for play callings. And uh, the late Jim, Jim Fossil, was it Jim Fossil? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, He pulled that away. He took it to the heart. And... The Giants end up going to the Super Bowl, but sadly, we lost to the Ravens. Yeah, that was so that was an embarrassing that, moment. That defense ripped them. Yeah, uh, Ray, Ray Allen and everybody else. You know, they 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 tortured us. All I know is that no team has ever, no losing team has ever been shut out in a Super Bowl, and we were, that was the closest we've ever seen because if we didn't run that that kick return, that kickoff return touchdown in the beginning of the yeah. second half, right? Yeah. If we didn't get that, we would have been shut out. would have been the, the talk of history. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kerry Collins was actually the quarterback for the New York uh, Giants. And, um, you know, we don't promote drugs, but I think Kerry Collins was doing better when he was high on coke 
than anything else because well you know when they beat the Vi- the Vikings 41 nothing in the NFC championship game I remember that moment we had a friend of ours named John Vega who said that they were going to win 100 to nothing and he had us believing in the third quarter <laughs> he Within was the almost first two minutes there. if I'm not mistaken Jason Seahorn scored a touchdown in, in the first two minutes of the game with an interception yeah, so. I think it was like 14 nothing after two minutes. Like, are we serious right now? Okay. <laughs> we right. need him have him on the show. <laughs> Another rumor is Russell Wilson could be traded to the New York Giants. Are you sold on that? You know, it seems like he's getting up there in age. He's he's 33. You know, and I as much as I think we can use a quarterback like him. Um, I don't know how much it will benefit us in the long run, long term. You know what I'm saying? Because we got an mm-hmm. offensive line that can't protect anybody. And we already got Daniel Jones running all over the place. That's, what I think, what's going to happen to Russell Wilson. You know, he, I mean, granted, if there, nothing goes well be, between now and next year or whatever with Seattle, because Seattle's in the dumps right now, why can't we entertain that idea of him coming to New York and trying to revamp this offense? You know what I'm saying? At least that'll give us a piece of the puzzle that is that solidifies us with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then we just got to fix the pieces around him, which they've done that. You know what I'm saying? They've done that in Seattle with, and they've been successful. Two Super Bowl appearances, champion, one Super Bowl title. So, you know, but if if they keep prolonging this and they don't make it happen, then let's go with it because we don't need an aging Russell Wilson, you know, getting hurt. Well, I mean, you look back where Kurt Warner was the quarterback. And then yeah. Eli Manning was there, and then it wasn't until we were out of the playoff picture that Eli Manning took over the snaps, right? Yeah. And then that was a great handoff because it was the, the developmental stage for Eli Manning. And look what he has done so far after that, winning two Super Bowls. So, yeah. I mean, granted that things got ruined just because management was failed to recruit, failed to draft you know, great prospects, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. But, hey, we're going to be tuning in to our NFL picks. It's week 14, but before we do, I would like to put a commercial break with Jace Garcia and his crew. They're uh, they're, they're covering the NBA this year, and uh, it's a great show, man. It's called Posting Up Podcast. Check it out. Attention all basketball fans, CMG Sports presents the Posting Up Podcast, where Lucas Boldick, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay discuss the latest news and topics throughout the NBA. So, if you have a love for basketball, make sure you check out the Posting Up Podcast, live every Tuesday and Saturday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also available for download on every podcast platform. And that's right. You can tune into www.clovercrestmedia.com. You could uh, follow through. It's free. Listen to the shows covering all kinds of sports and other uh, greatest areas of the podcast. That's right. It is Clovercrest Media presented by the CNG Sports Podcast Network. Definitely check them out. I'll get your support. You can follow them on YouTube and on Facebook. And now it is time for NFL picks week 14 and look we started with a Thursday night 
Thursday night football with the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Minnesota Vikings. You know, um, it was crazy last week. You you know, we you and I disagreed on five games. It was a big juggernocker. You took three out of the five and still got a two game lead on me. So I got some catching up to you. So we're gonna have we're, we're getting to crunch time. We're running out of games here. I'm running out of games here. Like they say, I'm burning daylight here. So I gotta catch you up. I thought I had you until you won three in a row last week. Oh, like, you thought you had me. Yeah, I had you. I had you. They always say that uh, until you, Lamar you Jackson. Sound, you sound like the them, them guys that used to burn in high school when uh, they was like, "Yo, let's race," and then oh, almost <laughs> had you. Like, dude, you had dust. That's Look, all you I, had. I'm gonna blame Lamar Jackson for that two point conversion. I'm gonna blame Mother <laughs> Nature for Buffalo. I'm just gonna do what the Buffalo. I'm gonna do Sean McDermott. I'm just gonna blame everybody but me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is this is a very intriguing non-conference matchup for Thursday night, tomorrow night, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. And it's crazy because when I when I started looking at this game, I was thinking, you know, is this going to be tough to pick or is it going to be easy to pick? And this was one of my two games that I was telling you early in the week that I was having a hard time picking. This was just one of the two out of the 14 games I think we got this week. This started off with this right here. I'm like, Okay, we've seen a Pittsburgh Steelers team that won last week, or did they really win? Because Baltimore lost that game. Minnesota, look, Detroit, hats off to Detroit. They finally won their first game of the season. You know, it was a very emotional time for them, granted. But these two right here respectively rank first and second in the league in sacks. That's not a good stat here. So you're talking about Kirk Cousins and Big Ben. I think they're going to have to rely on their running game somehow, some way, either one of them, to try to to try to get something going between these two, Minnesota is three and two at the house. Okay, and their and their offense to me ranks better than Pittsburgh's defense because their offense is ranked six in the league. Minnesota is, and I understand they got the the injuries like Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. They hurt, you know. I don't know if they're going to be playing or not, you know. But they're passing their rush offense is much better than Pittsburgh's rushing off rushing defense and, and passing defense. So. I'm going to go with a slight edge here, and I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings at home against Pittsburgh to start off this week, Thursday night football. I just think Kirk Cousins can get it done a little bit more than this aging Big Ben who's saying he's going to be done after this year. So I got well, the Vikings. He didn't say he was done with the Steelers. He didn't say he was going <laughs> yeah. to retire. That yeah. is the rumor, right? But uh, yeah. I think this. I think they're down. They, they're making themselves look soft. Yeah. Like, they're not that good. And I'm going to tell you right now, they're better than what they're saying on, on, on the post game. Okay. The Steelers are going to come and they're going to beat the Vikings. That's my pick. Uh, okay. I believe that the run game is going to be in, uh, in effect. I think that they will throw the ball. I, you know, I know Ben, Ben can't move the way he used to, Yeah, but um, I just don't trust Kirk cousins. I don't. Mm-hmm. And after after that post-game interview that he had, you just, I wish I could just reach out and slap him and be like, come on, bro. Seriously? Like, yeah, every game's a must-win or whatever it is, that speech that he was given. Look, I know he's, he's thrown over 3,000 yards. Uh, but then, you know, you got Najee Harris, man. You got to give him props. He's running yeah. the ball. He's going to be the difference maker in this game, and that's why I'm picking Pittsburgh to win. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's what's gonna happen. Like I said earlier, it ha- it's gonna come down to the running game, and then if Pittsburgh can get Najee Harris going, then they have a chance of doing this, you know. But yeah, I think Kirk Cousins ranking the top ten in passing, so we know he likes to throw this ball, you know. And I think that they can, 
you know, I can't they'll use play smart, man. They play, I, they'll play smart. They know they got to maintain. I don't think they want Big Ben to to retire without heading to the playoffs. And both of them still got a lot to play for. They're both trying to get into that playoff positioning. You know what I'm saying? At one point during the year, they were there, and then they fell off. They just both not inc- they're both inconsistent. And think about it. Pittsburgh tied the Lions. The Vikings just lost to the Lions. So the Lions are laughing at both these teams, you know. But I'm going with the Vikings. I'm taking the home team here. That is just- true. That is true. I like how you said that. One was a tie, one was a loss. So, yeah, yeah benefit of doubt goes to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Baltimore at Cleveland. Baltimore and Cleveland, man. This this, this is going to be an interesting matchup right here. Um, Cleveland is what, coming off a of bye week, right? And Baltimore is kind of banged up. You know what I'm saying? They, and that's what that's what's kind of killing me, man. You know, even though I went for them, and I think they should have, again, they should have won that game last week, or at least forced overtime to see what happened. But Baltimore won the last four meetings against Cleveland. and But Cleveland is 4-2 and two at home, I believe, this year. And what's, what was interesting when I looked at this game is that they're both 5-2 and two when leading at halftime this year. So that tells me whoever has the lead at halftime is going to win this game. Okay. And Baltimore won the game earlier. This time is in Cleveland. I'm leaning towards the Cleveland Browns in this game. Um, it's just something about this, this Brown team that they still got that fire. They got a little spark. You know, you take two rocks and trying to get that fire going. They think they just keep rubbing a little bit harder and they're going to make this division race a little bit more interesting with this win against Baltimore. You know, they, to me, Baltimore had their chance to beat Pittsburgh to try to stretch that lead in the division, but now Cleveland, they got to go to Cleveland. I think it's just going to be a little rude awakening for them. So I'm taking the Cleveland Browns in this game. If Nick Chubb is healthy enough to play in this game, that'll be a different difference maker here. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is a game where you have to throw the ball all the time. Right. Okay. And I know that there's talent in the Browns and I know things ain't going well for them being that they're six and six, but I, you're right. Uh, I think it's slight edge is Cleveland just because Baltimore is banged up and they lost right. two Ravens lost two more mm-hmm. starters in the defense. And I think that's going to be the difference maker when it comes to the run game for Cleveland. So good job, man. Good job. We, 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 we agree on that one. That's one. <laughs> oh. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Next. No, don't even go there. <laughs> no, what happened the last time I said that? Don't Jacksonville went on and won that game. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just think Tennessee's just, just a little bit better. I know they don't have Derrick Henry, you know what I'm saying? But Jacksonville's stuck on a four-game losing streak. And during that four-game losing streak, they've been averaging 12 points a game. Where do you go from here, you know, to try to break that against the Tennessee Titan team? You know what I'm saying? And so Tennessee, I believe they're undefeated. They're like 3-0 coming off a bye under Mike Vrabel. So who knows? I, I, I just think Tennessee is going to maintain their spot on the top because I did say earlier that I thought Tennessee was going to edge the Colts, you know, for that division title. So I'm going with the Tennessee Titans in this game. The the Jaguars beat the Dolphins 23 to 20 <laughs> at home. They beat the Bills at home nine to six. <laughs> and did you know that statistically, and, and I know I'm jacking that word up stat yeah. wise. I get it. Jacksonville is better than Tennessee. But they're in Tennessee, they're not in Jacksonville. I know, I know. So 
I'm going to throw a curveball and go for Jacksonville. Oh, my Lord have mercy. Thank you for letting me try to catch up to you. I just need, I just need a Christmas gift from you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to pick Jacksonville. And I'm going I'm to I'm a, I'm a pick them to win by two points. When the spread is 10? Oh, my God. Hmm. Interesting. They're going to win by two points. And you ready for this? I'm ready. They're going to win just like how the Ravens gave the game to the Steelers. <laughs> Two point conversion failed. <laughs> oh, Tannehill is going to get sacked. <laughs> I don't trust that guy, man. I don't trust him. I I, I respect that. I All respect right. that. <laughs> All right. Las Vegas at Kansas City. Man, uh, this is going to be a good game right here. Uh, I'm sorry, man, but the Chiefs are five and two at home. They're two and one in their division. Okay, they won five straight, and the third, the, the Chiefs are third in on offense. They're averaging like 25 points a game. These guys are hot at the right time here. They're doing their thing. They're at home, so they got the crowd behind them. So I see them beating. I see them beating Las Vegas here. So I, I don't see any other way of seeing this. But I mean, Kansas City's defense is even doing it too. I think they've allowed maybe. A little more than 10, 11 points a game during their five-game winning streak. So their defense has been stepping up and helping Patrick Mahomes during this winning streak. And and while that's happening, that's taking a lot of pressure off of Mahomes. So that that in turn helps them throw a lot of passes. So I got the Chiefs winning this game and extending that lead in the NFC, in the AFC West. Trust in Steve Spagnolio when he goes and fixes that defense in preparation for the Raiders. Yeah, uh, he's a Super Bowl champion, yes, formerly is. known with the New York Giants. So I'm telling you right now, he knows how to beat these guys the second time around. It's not going to be easy for the Raiders. So I'm taking no. I'm taking the Chiefs. New Orleans yeah. at New York Jets. Man, you know, I feel bad more for the Saints than I do the the Jets. And I know Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill is hurt. He had that he has a injury to his finger. I don't know if it's broken or not. So I don't know if they're going to go back to Trevor Simeon on this one. But I just think this is a game for the Saints to come into MetLife and just break that five-game losing streak. And you know what's interesting about this? That I know that the Saints are on a five-game losing streak. But here's a stat for you. The Saints are 5-0 and when they lead at halftime. So all their wins, they were leading at halftime. So I think if they could get a comfortable lead at MetLife against the Jets, they could come out and break the streak and beat beat the New York Jets. I think it's kind of crazy to, to think that. But so you taking the Saints? I, I take the Saints. I know the injury has plagued them a lot this year, but the Jets, man, they rank almost dead last when it comes to like run defense. So I think you know trying to stop the Saints from running that ball is going to be a daunting task for the Jets. You know so. Because you've seen that what they did against the Cowboys. They were just running that ball, and the, and the Cowboys had seemed like had no answer. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the Cowboys are better than the Jets defensively. So I think I think that they're going to squeak by a win and break this winning streak, this losing streak. Look, the Jets got more total yards than the Saints. And, yes. and yet the Jets have the worst record than the Saints, right? <laughs> Being in there in MetLife, I'm just going to lean over to the Jets on this one. I'm picking the Jets over the Saints. All right, J E T S. even said it that this is the hardest year for him to coach. With yeah, a lot of players being banged up, and yeah, the Jets right. have more in depth than the Saints right now. So injuries are killing the Saints, and then uh, 
I mean, Jets are the Jets. They're J-E-T-S, right? Never heard of, but all right, cool. With Dallas at Washington, this is this is probably the game of the week right here because Washington is on fire. Dallas, I don't know what's up with Dallas. They were on top. They looked like they were Super Bowl contenders. But all of a sudden, the Dallas fans are kind of quiet. You know, they're like, yeah, Super Bowl. But before, there was a lot of chatter. Now, mm, I don't know. Then Ezekiel is saying that his knee bothers him and stuff. I mean, this guy's getting paid so much money for not being productive for the last couple of years. Um, I don't know what you say about this. You know, this is just a classic NFC battle here between these two teams, you know. And I know that the the Washington football team has has only allowed 17 points a game during their four-game winning streak. So their defense has stepped up and played really hard, you know, winning these games to keep themselves in that race for that division title. However, I just think that the Cowboys just are a more explosive team on offense. You know, they're 6-0 and when they score first, and I think they're going to be able to get on the board first against this Washington team. Again, the Cowboys are undefeated when they lead at halftime. So I think things like this, you know, they're, they're undefeated on, in the division. And even though Dallas have lost three of the last five games, and in that spurt of losing three of the last five, they have given up a lot of points. So that could favor Washington. But I am going to lean towards Dallas in this game and to, to slow down Washington on all aspects of the ball here and even their winning streak. I think Dallas is going to – they want to control this division. They got to start now and win this game. So I'm taking them over the Washington football team in a very close game. I'm glad that you picked Dallas because I'm picking Washington on this one. All right. I, I'm a believer with Washington. I believe in Rivera. Defensive-minded. Knows he got to slow down that price. Got to put that pressure on him. You know, get him in his face. Get him just get him all, all off. And, and I know they're talking about this running game that the Dallas has. But running game is really not working for them. That offensive line is not the same. They're struggling just like the New York Giants offensive line. They just have a better quarterback that could throw the ball. But then you have the owner, Jerry Jones, getting into – people's business telling them about well the receivers got to do a better job they got to do better route running well you're going against a washington defense that's playing a lot better when chase young is is out of the game so i'm leaning over the best defense right now and right now washington has a better defense i'm taking washington on this game yeah I, i i do agree with that point because i know washington is third in the league in rush defense but Dallas is six in the rush offense. So I think that's going to be that's going to be a key to see who can stop who. Can Washington stop the run on Dallas or can Dallas run that ball against them? So I think mm-hmm. that's going to be a case. And if that if, if Prescott sees that he can't run the ball, he's going to be stuck having to throw that ball against that mm-hmm. defense. So but I still got Dallas to win this on the road. So I got Washington with their pride. I like it. Atlanta at Carolina. And Carolina got Cam Newton back a couple of weeks ago. Scored the very first touchdown, did his Superman open shirt, saying, I'm back. And he looked like the same old Cam I knew, and he always been with Carolina. Straight up garbage. I'll pick in this one. Atlanta wins. Yeah, and, and Carolina, they did get rid of their offensive coordinator, right, Joe Brady? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, I'm, on, I'm in agreement. I do got Atlanta winning this game also. I mean, I don't like Atlanta. But I think they're less sloppier than than Carolina at this point in the season. Yeah. So I got to Final go. offensive coordinator was not the solution. They just <laughs> don't have a quarterback for Brady who knows how to manage the offense 
and yet you fired one of the best offensive coordinators just because your team sucks. Well, your team is banged up. Your star running back, McCaffrey, is out for the season. Yeah. You don't have receivers, and you don't have any backups. So you're straight up garbage. What can I say? But Atlanta is always known for having big leads and just blowing it up. So I know that's garbage. right. <laughs> Seattle at Houston. You know, Seattle needed that win last week. It was a desperation call, and they wound up pulling that victory over the 49ers last week. I think they can build that momentum against Houston, who's ranked last, dead last in run defense in the league. So I think that should give an opportunity for Russell Wilson to maybe I don't know, do some play actions or whatever the case may be. Um, I think he's starting to look a little more healthier now. You know, he's starting to look like the old Russell Wilson that we knew. So I think they kind of bounce back here in Houston and they take the win over the over the Texans. Look, man, it was expected for Russell Wilson to play what he he did. I mean, yeah, being that he was out for a while to come back and get to a groove of things is not because he's old or nothing like that. It's getting that body back into rhythm, <clears throat> getting to that pace, and I think he found his way. I think the team is a little bit too late for what they, where they're in right now in this situation. But um, what perfect time to bounce back to get a win streak against Houston. So, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Seattle, excuse me, for this game. Detroit at Denver. You know, I think it was a very emotional win for Detroit last week, you know, with that shooting in Oxford High School. Um, prayers out to the family and friends that are all affected by that. It was very emotional, and I know they dedicated the game ball to them, and congratulations to Detroit. They did that. But this is a new week. You're talking about Denver, who has a tough defense, to a Denver team who is at home. So um, they, they're looking to stay in the, in the playoff hunt. I think this is what they call a reality check for Denver Broncos. They know they're at, six, at 500. They need to win this game. They will win this game and send Detroit on a new losing streak. <laughs> you're such an ass dude i mean you could pick detroit i mean if you want i mean i don't care no i i was i was in a debate oh okay and, and this was one of my hardest pick because look detroit came close to beating chicago came close yeah. to beating cleveland yeah. ended up with a tie with pittsburgh yeah man they got manhandled by philadelphia 44 to 6 what type of Detroit are we getting? In? Golf it has been named the offensive uh, player of the week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that was some good stuff they did this week. They actually got their first win. Yeah. Yeah. I'm they're not, man. They're not on the losing streak. What am I thinking, man? Denver's going to win. Can't, I can't do that. Hmm. I kind of figured. The, it's eight and a half, the spread. I'm going to tell you right now, I'll pick Detroit with the points. I can see that. I don't think they're getting blown out. Right. But I'm taking Detroit with the eight and a half. I, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. You can see that? Can you see this? <laughs> the Chargers host the New York Giants. And which, watch this, okay? I'm a little bit confused here, mm -hmm. okay? I got to read my notes real quick. It says Mike Glennon maybe could start this Sunday because he may be cleared to play after a concussion protocol. Daniel Jones is not going to play this weekend, but they got Jake Fromm, which they acquired him from Buffalo Bills a couple of weeks ago. 
He's next in line. So knowing and what I saw, Mike Lennon and that offense, it's worse than if any other coach was trying to manage this offense. I'm sorry. If Mike Lennon is able to play, pick the Chargers with a 10.5 points, okay? But if Jake Fromm actually plays, I'm taking a giant spread. But the Chargers will win. There's only one unlogical reason why the Giants will win this game. And that being that the Chargers have alternated wins and losses in the last six weeks. And since they won last week, it is time for them to lose this week. Only because I'm going for the Chargers, the Giants are going to win. Because that's what's been happening to me, too. It alternates. Well, the the Chargers. (laughs) Yes, but the Chargers have alternated wins and losses for the last six weeks. They lost, they won, they lost, they won. They're inconsistent for the last six weeks. But yeah, you know, your your track record picking with the Giants, you're 0-5 when you're for the Giants this year. So yeah. Um, I've got the Chargers in this game. I think this is a game that the Chargers need more than the than the Giants. You know, they want to mm-hmm. keep moving in the right direction. I'm sorry, but I think the lightning balls are going to... But the Giants are doing the same thing. They're win one week, lose another week. They bounce more. They're due for a win, while the Chargers are due for a loss. It's not well, going to happen. Only, the only way the Giants win is if we pick against them. I'm picking against them. So that's the only time they can win. Because when we pick them, they have not won a game yet this year. So, <laughs> go Chargers, go. Lightning ball. <laughs> Buffalo at Tampa Bay. Oh, God. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm second-guessing myself whether or not I still want to pick Buffalo as the AFC champions. I mean, they're falling apart here. At this, they're, they're busting at the seams. You know, when you eat too much at Thanksgiving and it carries over to Christmas and you're wearing the same pants that you was oh. wearing in the summertime, the what? seams are dripping. Yes. Mm-hmm. The overweight lover's in the house, you know. Oh, hell so. no. No, you're not using <laughs> that as an example. I'm just saying, Buffalo's pants are ripping at the seams here. Okay. And Tampa Bay is first in the league in scoring, averaging over 30 points a game here. They're number one in run defense. They're number one in pass defense. Tampa Bay is undefeated against non-conference teams. Shall I continue with the stats here with Tampa Bay? Buffalo don't got nothing going for them so far in this game, in my opinion, any stat-wise against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is undefeated at home that I mentioned that. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what Buffalo can do to try to even stop Tom Brady in the air or on the ground. If he stop, if they stop one element of it, are they going to be able to stop the other? Mm. I, I mean, this, this is just going to be – okay, Buffalo, they're ranked second in the league in scoring defense. I get that. But you know what? If your offense ain't helping you, what good is your defense? Mm-hmm. I know defense wins championships, but if your offense ain't going to produce anything to help the defense – Buffalo's not their defense could look spectacular on paper, but your resume ain't showing nothing with your record. So I think this is where Tom Brady and the Bucks are going to continue winning at home, staying undefeated, and they're going to beat the Buffalo Bills. I got I I agree with you 100 <clears> percent San Francisco at Cincinnati. Man, who you got on this one? Because this was my other like this is my second game. This so <laughs> I'm a little concerned about 
I'm a little concerned because Burrow does throw the ball a lot. Will yes, his pinky does. finger be healthy enough right, right. to throw the ball? Right. But then mm-hmm. you got San Francisco, which very they 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 doing they done good lately. You know what I'm saying? All right. So they've won three of the last four games. They beat the Rams, they beat the Jacksonville, they beat Minnesota. But they go ahead and lose to Seattle. Okay. They yeah, lost Seattle to Seattle different. 30 Seattle to 23. Different. They had a chance to win that game. Did that lose pretty much render them for continue this their success? That is my biggest question, right? And then there is Cincinnati. And and stat-wise, you would think that the Bengals got it going on, but the Bengals are only one yard better than the San Francisco 49ers. Right. So who do you pick? So I take the home team. I you take know, the Cincinnati. And when and when you got stats like that, you know, it, it's you want to lean towards that, right? Because I mean, you look at the overall history, 49ers lead the series. Okay. San Francisco oh, well, got, Joe Montana. Exactly. That's Steve why. Young. Right. And then and then San Francisco right now is four and two on the road. So that kind of favors oh, them just a little man, bit. You're just, right. just a little bit. It, 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 it that, that's the thing. But here's another stat though. What kills me about this stat that made it tough for me because San Francisco is four and one when they lead at halftime. Cincinnati six and one when they lead at halftime. So they both got outstanding records when leading at halftime. So the best thing I can think of is that they're both tied at halftime. So it can make it an interesting second half for me. But if somebody's winning at halftime, I think that's just the team that's going to win because of the, the stats are showing that right now. But yes, the 49ers are four and two are on the road. You see, and that's what's killing me. You know, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, if you was take the Garoppolo and Burrow out of the right. equation, you still have Mixon, who is running very hard for the Bengals, right? Which is close to hitting over a thousand. He should hit over a thousand in this game, and yeah. he has 12 rushing touchdowns, which is a lot better than the 49ers. Yeah, because Mixon is up there in rushing, he's yeah. up there. And so, he won't beat Jonathan Taylor. No, but, he's not. No, but right. he should be able to pass uh, a broken Derrick Henry, which, you know, <laughs> I get that. But you pick Cincinnati. You're picking the home team. I got Cincinnati winning this game 27-20. That was my pick. It was hard to pick, but I got it. 27-20. I think, I, I think, I think that's going to be uh, – You got to save that one. I think Cincinnati's going to win this game, but it's going to be very close. So I guess I'm going to pick under in that game 48 and a half. <laughs> that's because that's the spread. Oh, is 40 it? and a half. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I that's the even, spread. That's the, the over, over under. Right. I didn't even. I, I that's the one thing I did not see. I just made that score up. I was like, I think it's just gonna be that close of a game. But that's good. I didn't even. I didn't see that. All right, Chicago at Green Bay Sunday Night Football. Dun, dun, now, dun, dun, dun. Dustin Fields will start for the Chicago Bears, and Aaron Rodgers will play with his messed up toe. <laughs> <laughs> A hurting Aaron Rodgers is a is better than a healthy Justin Fields. Bro, I call bullshit on that one. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just calling bullshit. Hey, R E L A. That's just a story. No. R E L A S. Look, Aaron Rodgers is has thrown 28 yards. That's how much he's thrown. Twenty three touchdown passes. You know he has Montgomery and he has Devontae Adams. 
I mean, these guys are firepower. They got more weapons than the Chicago Bears. I don't think the defense can handle the Green Bay Packers offense. Justin Fields, a rookie. I think the coaching staff, you can tell the difference between that staff and New England, okay? You don't know what you're doing with your rookies. You're not protecting yeah. your rookies. You're not setting them up. And that's why Justin Fields, which many say they, they applaud him for being a Bears and everybody loves him, but he is set up for failure. And look, man, Green Bay is going to torture the Bears. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers could have kept his comments to himself when he said, I own you, which is true. I get it. But you don't have to throw that in the Bears face, Bears fans face. I mean, they already know that. That's just adding salt to the wound. You know, and isn't isn't the Packers undefeated at home this year at Lambeau? I think they are. So that just makes it even worse. Yeah, they're 5-0. Oh. Yeah, yeah, well, that makes it even worse. But so. if the Bears were to win, that is going to be the biggest joke on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it will be. It will be. And it'll be yeah. a it'll be a good help for Tampa Bay and Dallas to catch Green Bay. Seriously. It's just better for Tampa Bay, yeah. Tampa Bay, which I picked to be number one seed. Well, crazy. Tampa, well, it's crazy because Tampa Bay was my NFC championship, my mm-hmm. NFC team to play Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Well, and speaking look, about and, number and one I, seed. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting the preview this weekend. Mm. Not this game. But this game, the Los Angeles Rams at Arizona Cardinals. This is the last chance for the Rams to prove yeah. that they are contenders. Prove to me, otherwise, that they could reach to the Super Bowl. Um, it, it, it seems like that's not going to happen. But uh, I'm picking the Rams because this is the last chance. Wow. I Honestly, I did not see that coming. Honestly, tell I didn't me, see that tell coming. me you did not pick the Rams. No, I didn't pick the Rams. No. Okay. I got the Cardinals. I mean, if the Rams can avoid mis- making mistakes against the Cardinals, who has a plus 12 turnover ratio, then maybe the Rams will win this game. But I just think that the Cardinals are just on a different level right now. And unlike the Eagles and the Falcons, they're soaring high in the air with the Well, wing. remember, the last time they played, they yeah. didn't have Odell Beckham. Uh, okay, and I'm not saying that he's the biggest difference maker, but Stafford needs to control the turnovers. He needs to start forcing the ball yeah. because that's his biggest problem when they had their 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 losing streak. Yeah, is Stafford is ruining that offense, and he's looking like the Detroit Lions of his whole entire career, mm-hmm. and that's why Lions couldn't do anything. And yeah. he does not have to force the ball. There is too much talent in the Rams for him to force the ball. If you right. can protect the ball, get in there. I'm telling you right now that the Rams can beat the Cardinals. No, you're right. I mean, this is a division game, so I'm not going to sit here and say that they can't beat them. If they avoid the mistakes, they can do it. I mean, it's just hard. That's uh, in Arizona, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that's why I'm giving the I'm giving the, the advantage to the Cardinals here, but not because of their record. But I mean, yeah, Arizona is four and zero in the division. Okay, they are in top 10 when it comes to offense and defense on both sides of the ball. So, again, you know, the, the kind of the weird stats that I've been looking at for this whole week, the Cardinals are 9-0 and when they lead at halftime, and they're 10-2. and So that tells me something that they push, they, they get that lead early, then there's no looking back for the Cardinals. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, they had that, that almost that NFC Championship preview against the Packers earlier this year, and that was an awesome game that came down to the wire. You know, but 
and, and the Rams, they've been struggling ever since they got Von Miller and Odell Beckham. You know, it's like they put their foot in their mouth on social media. And they and I agree. I thought they were going to be one of the top tier teams in the NFC to make a run because of their defense. But all of a right. sudden, they've been falling apart for the last three, four weeks. And I would like to see them come back on top because we're looking right now at the playoffs for the start today, the Rams and the Cowboys in the first round. And if the Rams are going to make any push, they need that defense to start stepping it up and giving Stafford some time on offense to do something because you keep putting all the pressure on him, on Stafford to do something, and your defense don't do nothing. The Rams are going to fall apart, man. But I can't, get, I can't be mad if I lose this game. Um, Arizona, I mean, the Rams are a great team. I take nothing away from them. They got a lot to play for. At eight and four, it seems like, okay, you think they're looking at their record, but they're playing a 10 and two team. They're 10 and two for a reason. So I got the Cardinals in a slight edge here. So, yeah, big, uh, big shout out to Scott Embry. How you doing, fellow battle buddy? Uh, he is a veteran. Thank you for, for visiting our show and supporting us. What's up, brother? Hope you're doing all right. Hope the family and everybody else is doing okay. Thank you for watching. Um, man, this guy's a, a good dude, man. A, a pleasure and an honor to serve with him. Um, one of the uh, one one of the guys, man, that I was a difference maker in my career. So uh, big ups to uh Scott, man. So thank you, thank you very much. Uh, hey, this is I, awesome, how many man. how many games are are we different here? Right now, we had disagreed on five games this week, and that's the same and, amount it was last week. And 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 you know what was going to happen? I'm taking all five right now. Oh no, 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 we're going to flip the off. script. You know what? And watch <laughs> this. Check I'm even out. giving it to you because I purposely picked Jacksonville because I feel sorry for you. Here's the thing: this is the third <laughs> time this year. This is the third time this year that we've disagreed on five games. Mm -hmm. The first time was early week two. I got you three to two. Last week, you got three to two. This is the best two out of three. I think I'm going to get you this time. And I need like I if need I go win. four or one, oh my God, I picked Jacksonville. That's all of them. If you, if, you, right if you go four and one, you're stretching out that lead on me. But I need to go four and one just to be tied <laughs> with you, just to have any chance to go into next week on a clean slate. Oh, man. And bro. it all, and it's crazy because it starts tomorrow night and it ends Monday night. Wow. Awesome. And once again, you're listening to All Four Downs Podcast presented by CNG Sports Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook. Follow our, our Twitter account, uh, which is also displayed in our ticker uh, at OV underscore HHW show. And of course, at Hector, Ju uh, wait, Hector V Jr. 1974. So, hey, it has been a privilege. Um and it's it's just getting excited, man. It's 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 pretty pretty awesome. I can't I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait for great. all this. I mean, you know? talking about this late in the season, and and every race is tight. Nobody's yes. really running away with anything, which is awesome. I like it. And also, hey, listen, I, I I let me share my screen real quick because before we go, I like all. Please also visit HHW Show. This is how the website looks like um all four downs you get the latest uh podcasts on video and you can listen to the audio if you subscribe to spotify um what else they got here let me see oh yeah apple google spotify amazon music tune in we're also located in iHeartRadio. radio so 
man, it's it's pretty amazing. By all means, please check us out. Uh, it does. This is strictly just entertainment. But if I have to pick and I have to make a bet, my top three games is guaranteed. This is that I am picking Green Bay. I'm picking Tampa Bay. And I'm picking Kansas City. Those three teams were guaranteed going to win this weekend. So if you're betting, you're on DraftKings or you're on Sugar House or FanDuel, those are the safest bet is those three. They're going to win convincingly. But, again, if you want to make more money, stick with your parlay five to six games real quick. A dollar goes a long way. Trust me, I've been there and I already accomplished it. So I'm going to continue to do it again because you got to love football. Mm. yes <laughs> all right this uh this wraps everything up once again thank you for listening to all four downs until next week take care everyone enjoy your week and be safe out there